And God said, Let us make man in our own image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. Pastor Pinda is a pastor of a Loyalty House International Middleburg, which is a part of the United Denomination, originating from Lighthouse Group of Churches. His mission is to preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out devils, and raise the dead throughout the world. Pastor Pinda has a passion for soul winning and church planting. Be ready for a supernatural encounter as you listen to this message. Thank you for the blessing of life and strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Have you been defeating Goliath? Can you take my volume down a bit? Hallelujah. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. We have been talking about fighting. Amen. You know, some people think that when you are a Christian, there's no need to fight. It's like your life is a life of peace, joy, and happiness. It's one of the reasons why Christians find themselves not having certain things. Another mistake that we generally make is that we use prayer to, to avoid confrontation. So you find yourself that instead of something that you must address physically, you are busy praying about. You see, God's power functions through you. Sometimes it functions through people, but it, God's power involves a person. <laughs> And sometimes that person is you. You know, Paul, one time he prayed. Maybe let's go there. I think it's 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Let's check. Go there. First, start with, hey, it's second. It should be second. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 12. This is, by the way, by the way, 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse. Where should I start? Verse 6 or verse 7? Let's do verse 7. Verse 7. Look at what happened here to Paul. Paul was a great apostle. How many of you think Paul was a great man of God? He, he was anointed. He wrote most of the New Testament. You know? And you would think that someone like him would not face challenges. Because sometimes as pastors, we can preach so nice that you think that you will not have problems. You can assume that once I say I am born again, there's no problem in my life again. The way I can preach sometimes, you'll think I. 
you know, I will experience <laughs> heaven on earth. And, and that's why, you know, after that, when Christians experience problems, they're like, I, when Christians go through problems, they say, this is not what I've been promised. Now, look at First Corinthians, uh, Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. It says, it says that, unless I should be exalted above the measures through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a son in the flesh. There was a son in the flesh. Hey! Now, it then reveals that this son in the flesh, it says that the messenger of Satan buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Hey! So, before this, Paul was talking about the fact that he was caught up in the heavens and saw revelations and hear things that people have never heard. Hey! May you be caught up in, in the third heavens. Amen. Also, this verse, I just, the, the previous part of this verse, shows that for you to see heaven, you don't necessarily to first die. Because he was caught up cut. in the heavens and he was still alive. So so it was was still now, but here it says that change it to NLT so that the buffet and other things goes away. Even though I receive so much wonderful revelations from God, after all the wonderful revelations, after all the seeing of angels, signs and wonders, casting out of demons, raising the dead, but Paul is the one who preached and a man slept while Paul was preaching. And when that man slept, he, he fell because he was sitting by the window. And he died. Uticus. And then Paul went to raise him from the dead. Make sure you do not sleep in church. It's a very dangerous environment. Hey! Now, Paul, that same Paul who went to raise that man from the dead, that same Paul, and the same Paul who was caught up in the heavens and yet things that no man is supposed to hear is the same Paul writing this verse. He says that even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God. So to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a son in the flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. So his revelations didn't keep him from challenges. The church is quiet. Hmm? There's a song Bishop doesn't like. Ah, yo, matata. <laughs> Bishop doesn't want us to sing the song. He says, it is not true. It is not true. It is not true. <laughs> they are problems. That is why you must learn how to fight. May you be a fighter in Jesus' name. I said, may you be a fighter in Jesus' name. So a messenger to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Verse 8. Now this is how what we do, even including me. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. 
You even change your tongues. Katakataya, matakata, bebebe, mumumu, bebebe. Hey, three times you are changing your tongues. And if you are multilingual, you pray in English. Oh Lord, save me from this problem. You change. Baba, hey, Osuluin, hey. And the problem face you in the eye and say, I'm going nowhere. <laughs> say, Pastor, we came to be encouraged. What are you doing now? It's in fun this is manch. Hey! Next verse. Listen to the next verse. Each time he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So what is grace? You see, grace, some people say it's just unmerited favor. You get something that you do not deserve. If you put that verse here, that, that, that meaning in here, it doesn't make sense. Yes. But the other meaning of grace is grace is the ability to do something. You have a grace. <laughs> a grace to sin. Do you understand? So sometimes when you are faced with a challenge, God will give you a than him to fix it supernaturally for you. He wants you to rise up and fight. It was the same with the children of Israel. He said that he left those people in the, around the land of Canaan and in Canaan. So that he would teach the children of Israel to fight. So there must be a fight in you. You cannot just sit like that. They retrench you, you sit. They want to steal your husband, you sit. Hey! There must be fighting within you. Because Christianity is a fight. To keep, to keep pure is a fight. To be holy is a fight. I was talking to one young man this, 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 uh, on Saturday, yesterday. So, there are some certain sins that he has learned which have perverted his mind and changed how he feels about certain things. And I told him that you cannot just say you have left this. You will go back. You must fight to teach your mind to think in the other direction. So that you do not go back. Now, today we are going to continue. We are, what were we talking about last week? Again, if you remember. How... How to defeat a giant. And we're talking about the story of David. So I want you to open your Bibles. So that we learn how to fight. To Timothy. First Timothy. Because faith 
is also fighting. Do you know that? Go to 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. Don't say that the pastor wanted to start a strike. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. It says this to Christians, fight the good fight of faith. Fight. Fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. It says that faith is to fight. It's a good call. If you cannot fight for what you believe in, you will never have it. No matter how much you pray. If you do not rise up and fight for it, you will not have it. You need to learn to fight for what you believe for. I remember a friend of mine who is a pastor. He was paying tithes faithfully. Preaching about tithes. Telling the church members will a man rob God? But you have robbed God in your tithes and offerings. He would tell them boldly I as the pastor I pay my tithes. I have a blessing from heaven. After preaching this series of tithing that he is blessed and he was telling the church members that they are robbing God he got a retrenchment letter will a man rob God then you will think that, but where are the windows of heaven in this retrenchment letter? Did the letter fall from one of the windows of heaven? Because I, he thought that if he pays tithes, things like retrenchment will not be associated with him. On top of that, he is a pastor. But he got it. But you see, when he got it, he went to fight with God. He told God, I cannot cannot pay tithes. Preach. And then I get retrenched. Are you sleeping up there? How can I preach me the pastor? and pay tithes and expect a blessing and receive a curse. You must be confused. He was fighting with God. You see, after such violent prayers, (laughs) 
He again went to engage his bosses. And told them, I've been faithful to you. When people left the company, I stayed. Now that you have new, nice, and young people, you want to throw me out. I am here to stay, by the way. It is a fight. <laughs> you see, after all his efforts, instead of getting retrenchment, he got a promotion. promotion. Hey! You see, but if it was you, but your prayer would have been number one. If it is your will, Lord, what are you putting in his hand? Your retrenchment, your husband leaving you. Never. That's why the king is King Hezekiah. A prophet was sent to him. And he was told that number your days. Get your house in order. You are going. And the prophet who prophesied to him was not a small prophet. It was a major prophet from the Bible. Because you know, theologians divide the Bible into major and minor prophets. <laughs> That's where the major and minor comes from. When you hear us saying major and minor. That's where we... <laughs> it comes from... The so the person who prophesied to him was not a small boy. It was... Isaiah, who told him that God is saying you, you are going to die now. Get your house in order. He started being sick from that time. But you see, Hezekiah didn't accept it. He went to God and said, He didn't accept it. He said, Who, worship is, who worships you more? How dare you, Lord? I refuse to die. You will give me life. The same God who sent Isaiah sent him back again to tell the king that, listen, I'm adding 15 years to your life. What was the difference between him dying at that time and living 15 years more? His ability to fight even to fight with God. Hey! The Bible tells us also about Jacob that God, we were sleeping on a stone one day. A stone can represent your hardships. Who sleeps on a stone? Who sleeps on a stone? What type of a pillow is this? But it says that whilst he was sleeping that day, he had a visitation from God. And God came in the form of an angel, the and angel of his presence. And the Bible says that he wrestled with that man until morning. Little he was with him. You when you see an angel, you say, "Wow!" When I'm opening you say, "Wow!" Yeah, he held the person I'm washing. I tell you, angel was but as for him, he held the angels with the clothes saying, Angel, bless me now. The angel tried to run away. Because he saw that the sun was coming down. Out. 
He knew that the Bible says that his messages are new every morning. If the sun comes out and it's in the morning, he must do something about this man's situation. His messages are new every morning. So the angel Musa wanted to escape. Wanted to escape. But Jacob said that up until the angel had to dislodge his, his table. Just to escape. Because he said that He said, I will fight you till you bless me. Have you fought for a blessing? Have you engaged God violently? <laughs> and told him that my life and the state of my life is unacceptable. I cannot accept it. The way things are. Have you fought for your business? To say the profit I'm making is unacceptable. The car I'm driving is unacceptable. The shoes I'm walking with, they are unacceptable. Faith is to fight. And you must be ready to for a very long fight. Prophet says that we will only rest in the grave. Prophet as long as long as you are alive, there is a lot of fight. Let's say you are a man. For you to stay faithful. It is a fight. There are many nice girls around. Just look around church. All the men, look around. You see a nice girl. Even in the church. While you are in church. While you are trying to worship God, there are nice girls next to you. Do you think that wearing a ring will make you faithful? You must fight. Ladies. Men are not afraid of the ring. They see it as a challenge. That I'm after that I'm after a married person. If I get this one, score one note. Ask the next man, he will tell you. Unless the wife is here, they will, they will not say anything. That's <laughs> Hallelujah. So, a lot of things, they are not just going to come naturally and then all of a sudden you have them, then you come and testify. Sometimes when you are a lady, you must fight with eyelashes, nice shoes, nice dress, you are fighting. Proper makeup, you are yet to fight. You cannot now you have become a wife, you have given birth to three children, you don't look after yourself. You, are, you look like a 70 year old. You tell me that nonsense. You love everything, including the body. What do you think? Ah! You must fight. One of the ways me and my wife we fight. She tells me that you will wear what I love. And I tell her, you will wear what I like. She can go to the shop. When she comes back, I say, Jigis. Jigis. My things get returned more. <laughs> Why? It's a type of a fight. Why are we saying that? If I wear something that is not attractive to her, who am I trying to impress? It's a fight. It's a fight. Hey! 
If you do not charm your person, somebody else will do that for you. There are many charmer boys out there. Hey! Everything is a fight. Don't think that now we are a Christian. Relax. Don't think that you will address you and then you will go to heaven very soon. It is a mistake. A very big mistake. And I want us to learn how to fight. Are you ready? Let's maybe read another verse. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18 to 19. We are going back to David just now. I'm just, you know, reminding you that everything is a fight. And you know, when you fight, and we are born you need to learn how to turn a bad situation into a good You see, Jesus, we are born death is a bad thing. They killed him. But he didn't allow himself to sit in the grave. That's why he's the greatest. He won the biggest fight in the world. And that is the fight against death. If it was you, you were our Jesus. After they kill you, Going to call the angels and start drinking juice on the other side. And you would be saying, And I think Samile. And you said, How should I? Judas did me wrong. Hey! Some of you, you would be holding tissue in the spiritual realm. I had a good run. Marupita, you will be crying. Jesus didn't even allow the grave to hold him down. He fought for three days. Three days later, he was out. He said, I will not stay here. The fact that Jesus is life personified doesn't mean that he was not going to die. Yet he died. Someone killed him. You, you think that just because you are a child of God, Satan will just leave you peacefully. Hey, you must fight. <laughs> In 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18, it says that this church I commit unto thee, son Timothy, those of you who say that why should a pastor call an old man a son or a young man a son? Timothy and, and Paul, they were not biological people. Nothing, there's no biology involved here. It's spiritual sonship. It says son Timothy. Just in case. Though there is an abuse of these things, it doesn't mean they don't exist. Do you understand? This is the Bible. It says son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before thee. There comes the fight. You see, there is one thing that Satan does not understand. It's tongues. But, Mara. if I come to Dora here, and I say by the Spirit of God, two years from today, I see you wearing a ring. Satan has heard that prophecy. 
he will start fighting with Dora. He can fight with Dora by immediately bringing the wrong guy. Immediately to distract her from the right one. There's no PM outside, but you'll see all of a sudden there's a PM. That guy just Listen, came I was just passing with my car and then I saw you ushering by the door what taking temperature and I felt in my heart you should also take my temperature. I'm feeling hot since I saw you. Then you say, ah, but when I took your temperature, you are 38. I say, it's because of you, you are fish and one. Okay. It's not corona. It's thoracitis. You are too hot. Dora will be melting by the door. Not knowing that this is an agent of Satan. He says that after you have received the prophecy, you must fight. <laughs> because Satan will want to make sure that the prophecy doesn't come true. Remember the birth of Jesus. There was a star. People celebrated. Angels appeared. And Herod asked, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah, they say that it means that there is a, 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 a savior, a king that has been born. He said, hey, look for him. I want to give him some gifts. But Herod organize the assassination of children. <laughs> because a prophecy had gone out that a Messiah has been born. When you receive a prophetic word, be ready to fight for that prophecy. It does not mean that it will just come to pass. Your name is Busiso. Hey! The problems you are going to face is Busiso. Satan will want to turn you into a proper case. All of you who have very nice names, you are going to see problems. Because a name is a prophecy. That's why you shouldn't name your children. You know, Bostagwana. What do you expect? Your child's name Mustagwan. Zamin. Ow, come on. Once there is a prophet, you see, the name, you see, the name Jesus, Emmanuel, means savior. There's the fact that Jesus was going to be a savior. They wanted to kill him very early because of the prophecy. And one of the ways that we fight, right there, number one, one of the ways that you fight. Sometimes it's to run away. Sometimes fighting means running away. You are a church sister. You see that this is a bad boy. You see that when he talks, you feel it in the inside that the megabytes are doing its work. The data is moving in your heart. One of the ways to fight is to run away. Because you can see that this is not this man is not good for me, but I am 
falling in love with him. You fight by what? Fleeing. There, you see, God sent an angel to the parents of Jesus to tell them that run away. You would ask that, God, why don't you send the angels to protect them? You know, if you expect an angel to appear physically to you, you don't expect the angel to tell you to run away. You are expecting something like, my son, my son, I am with thee. I will fight all thy enemies. A thousand shall fall at your right hand side and ten thousand on your right. Whoever is against you shall not prevail. If you said, the angel said, run away. There are things that you must leave from. It's not that you are a, a coward. The problem is that at that point in time, you do not have strength to face them. You might be Jesus. You might be Jesus. Son of God. But at that point in time, Jesus, you are not yet anointed. Run away. When Jesus was older, the Bible says, he told his disciples that I must go to Jerusalem. They want to kill me there, but I'm going there. That time, he was filled with the Holy Spirit and very strong. He said, even if they kill me, I'll come back. Mistering. You know, the, the, the staring that I know, staring the true staring is Jesus Christ. But you see, staring at Kaleni Yale movie, but you see, the staring at the beginning of the movie had to flee. So you must assess yourself. So now, certain areas you are strong, certain areas you are weak. When you see a savanna, you are strong, we are clean. You are weak. It's a type of weakness. Run when you see the Moet. When you see the savanna, you can chill next to them. But sometimes fighting is to run away. It's to hide until you have strength. May you know which time, which time it is for you to hide and which time is for you to face. I'm getting this one out of out of the way because what I'm going to talk about is the opposite. <laughs> this one where you need to run away. That yes, there is because some of you are very analytical. You know, Pastor, we cannot always fight. Sometimes we must break down. You are right. Sometimes we must break down. That's why I'm getting it out of the way. <laughs> Bishop says that your fight shows your faith. Bishop, faith is to fight. There is a fight of faith waiting for all of us. Listen to this. When you stop fighting, it means you have stopped having faith. You are sick. You have cancer. You have HIV. You have TB. You have corona. Omchitasitis. I don't know what sickness you have. But if you stop believing that you can be healed, 
You stop believing. You stop saying God supernaturally cannot touch me. You have stopped having faith. You must continue to fight. They pray for you the first time. Nothing happens. Go for the second time. They pray for you the second time. Nothing happens. What do you go do? You go back again. You don't say they've prayed for me two times and nothing has happened. I give up. As long as you keep on believing, you are fighting. As long as you keep on fighting, you keep on believing. And the Bible says that all things are possible to him that believes. But most of us, after two tries, you are, you are done for. You apply once, they don't take you. We apply. Are you going to die by applying the second time? Did God send you an angel that if you apply for the second time, you will die? You have been in 22 relationships. Right now, we are in a half because you are flirting in your inbox. Why do you say that your life is hopeless? You cannot get married because of the 22 relationships. Maybe the 23rd one will work. Keep on believing. How many businesses have you started? They have all not worked. They left you broke than before. Hey! Unamasi Kayla is three. All three, my account was a bazabawa valley. All three, they've even shuttered down their accounts. Because there's no money coming in. Start business number four. Start the fourth business. It will work. Utok Sebenten. Keep on fighting. Kubega Ulu. Keep on fighting. Kubega Ulu. Keep on fighting. Kubega Ulu. Do you know why I'm saying keep on fighting? We are Tinsabangiti Kubega Ulu now. Look at God. Do you know God? Oh, yeah, the guy called God. How long has he been fighting with your sins? He has not given up. He has even sent me to preach more to you. If he has given up, he would have allowed you to die. The fact that you are still alive, it means he has not given up. Last time, you were at the, at the shop in and they stabbed your neighbor and left you. God is still fighting for you. He's still fighting for your salvation. He still believes that you can change. Why do you easily give up? Why do you easily consider defeat? A boxing match has 12 rounds. Round 3, you have given up. You say, I long. You'll be like, this is no longer My life is like this. I was born I was born to stay in the I was born to walk. Do you know that even if another boxer can hit you and knock you out a number of times or even get more points than you a number of times, if on the 12th round you knock him out, you win. 
allow the match to go to round number 12. Satan also gets tired. Satan by the way. He gets tired. He gets tired. After Jesus answered him a number of times when he tempted him in the wilderness, the Bible says that Satan left Jesus for a while. He, he got tired of answering. Jesus said, it is written, it is written. He said, He said, he said, let me go look for others. I'll come back to you. By the time he came back, he had a new strategy. The Bible says that, and Satan entered Judas. <laughs> and he panelbited Judas to do the work now. It was not Satan and Jesus directly. He had a tool called Judas. But he got tired for, 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 some, for some years and left Jesus. So it, does, it doesn't mean that you have lost the first rounds of your life. You are, six, six, you are bruised. Ulimele. Your heart has been broken five times. Five. You are unemployed. Your children are on drugs. Your business is not doing well. Allow the fight to continue. You will win. I said you will win. I said you will win. I see you winning in Jesus' name. So prophecy will be fought. Don't relax. He says that according to the prophecies which went before thee, that thou, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. You see war there? There is fighting. Says holding faith and a good conscience, which some have put away concerning their faith, have made shipwreck. Hallelujah. So you are, are you willing to fight? Look at your neighbor and say, this sweet face of yours must change. You must be willing to fight. Bishop says that what has God told you that he is going to do? Bishop Keep fighting for the will of God to come to pass in your life. Even after God promises you something, it doesn't mean it will come to pass automatically. You still need to fight for that thing. The promises of God don't just come to pass. You must be involved in them coming to pass. You must cooperate with God. But most of the time, you need to be resilient and persistent. You see, Jesus gave the disciples the parable about the men, a story or a parable about the men who kept on knocking. He was hosting someone and he didn't have food for the person. And he went next door. At night. And he kept on knocking. Though the owner was going to get irritated, he didn't leave the door until he got the food. And that is how we are supposed to be. You see, for us to obtain the promises of God, it will require belief, hope, patience, and persistence. 
Otherwise, nothing. You, you will not get anything. As much as you are persistent in prayer, you must be persistent in doing things. Clap your hands for Jesus. This week I was talking to a man who has a very successful business. So he was showing me his Porsche. The wife drives a Porsche. He has a G-Wagon. It may it be your story. May I say I have such a church member? Amen. <laughs> may I not say I was talking to a rich man? I must say I was talking to one of my church members, which is you. Receive it in Jesus' name. Now I want you to listen to this story. Why? Life is about fighting. I'm like Jesus, I am telling you a parable right now. <laughs> but this is based on a true story. Now, this man, how the conversation started, I was asking him about his sons. Who worked with him in the business. So he told me that, no, I have another child which I, I, I got outside this marriage. And he said to me, this is my, that is my firstborn. Oh, I said, oh, I didn't know. I said, ah, but what happened? He said, you would not believe it. <laughs> he said, my first marriage was very sweet. Me and my wife we were going to church. We were committed. We were flowing. We had children. They were growing in the house. Everything was okay. She was a manager where she was working at. I was also a manager where I was working at. One day, they went for prayer and fasting. And then the guy switched off his phone and put his phone in the wife's bag. And the wife took a phone and put it inside. I think the phone started. The wife took out the phones, switched them on, was finishing his airtime before going for her airtime. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the husband phone of the husband She was using the husband's phone. And her phone was on her, her lap. Then it so happened that her phone also rang. The husband wanted to reach for her phone. Because she's on the phone. To tell this one that eh. To tell them that she's busy on the other line, she'll come back to you. The wife dropped the husband's phone <laughs> and hurried to take a phone and said, Call me after 30 minutes. <laughs> the husband became suspicious. What type of ninja ring is this? That my phone went to the floor. What? Who was calling that I could not pick up and tell him that when they got home the husband locked the car they said hey you will tell 
I want to see who called you. Ah. 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 Some of you are starting to sweat. You're saying, may it not happen to me. You're taking off your phone and you're deleting numbers. <laughs> this is a parable. Storyless. <laughs> uh, now, the guy locked the, the, the door. Are you still here or you have gone home? Hey, you love stories, ne? <laughs> He locked the door. He said, I seen that. I don't want our children to hear right us Right here quarreling. and right now, you are going to tell me. Hey! What for, Why? What? What? I'm not The husband just picked up the phone. The wife just opened the door. Went through the house. She jumped the fence and ran. It's been long that she has been jumping the fence. Listen, then she came back three hours later. When the husband saw when he was telling me this, I thought the wife, you know, come or something. I was very afraid of him because the next thing was. Were you in jail? Did, did they take you to jail or something? He, he said, said no. He, he said, said in the church, said they discussed. So, oh, wait. I forget that important part. I'm rewinding. The explorer. Explorer. Then the husband asked, or he called the guy. Then for Sayafonela Lo. And then the, a man on the other side, just when he picked up the phone, he said, How? Oh, and the husband was and the husband said, Repeat, ah, what dropped. did you say? The guy dropped. Then these ones came, they discussed with the elders. You know, the wife didn't want to say who this guy is. There was no true caller by that time. <laughs> Then the husband got a private investigator. Hey, a private investigator. <laughs> to go and probe. <laughs> and find out who this guy is. Unfortunately, and he wanted to beat this guy. He was angry. This is one of the reasons some men cannot get married. Do you know why? We are afraid. You see, a man cannot take cheating. They feel like heaven. So some of them, they, they are afraid of getting married. We are suffering that and you will not recover. You must ask them, are you afraid that I can cheat on you? They will tell you, don't tell me such. They don't commit because they don't think they can recover from a heartbreak. A proper one of a wife. Anyway. Let's continue. Some husbands are looking at their wives and now it's tense. Let's just continue. Don't tell your wife after. Bring your phone. <laughs> so, he found out that this guy was a taxi boss. How are you going to beat him up then? 
How are you going to beat him He's up? He's a giant. <laughs> he took the wife, he took the sister of the wife, drove to the taxi rank. Didn't tell the, the sister of the wife what was happening. Go to the taxi rank. Taxi boss, what? He just ran to hide in, in one of the taxis. You know how other drivers are. They don't even know what's happening. They say, we saw him running towards the other taxi. You'll find him there. They went there. The guy said to the, to the taxi boss, Learn for Zayatikulo. Who is this? The taxi boss said, He said, The taxi boss said, It's somebody's wife. The guy said, No. The day no, she slept her. with you, she said, she, It means she decided that she's not a wife. The taxi boss now one pig and Even this taxi boss denied knowing this wife. What's it? What will I get in for the he said, these things are troublesome. I don't want her as well. Hey! The husband took the wife. Got home. Told the wife, pack. Go. You see, the one part of this story, we see a wife who failed to run. You see the running part. We are going to so how he, the wife met this taxi boss is because since she's a manager, this tax, the taxi boss would organize taxis to come and pick up the employees. So that's how they met. So she didn't run away. She ended up uh, jollying, sleeping with this guy and all kinds of things. So the guy, the husband told her, when you get home, pack explain to the children what you did because I don't want in the future the story to come out as a remix. Tell them now. Explain all the things that you have done. After that, pick up your things and go out. Hey! It's a horror movie. Your heart is bumping. Boom, 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 boom. Don't worry. This story is going to be nice, obvious, at the end. But nothing twice. That day, that time, I, if I was not in church, I can assure you, I would have killed him. You can't beat the guy. That's another heartbreak. He's a leader in church. He's a pastor's assistant. You know, his heart was painful. So he told himself that I'm going to leave this area. Now, in order for him to leave, he had to start a business. So he took the wife's car. Sold it. Bought a business. Bought some equipment. And that's how he became a millionaire. Now, you see, this guy had a terrible event. But he fought in that state to use the negativity because 
Le man le waitola waitola kule divorce. They split your things. Wabuyat mau divorce abati. In community property. Bati katatin. Instead of sitting there moaning and crying. Kuno kutasale la pakali nchi. He said my things have been paid out. Things have been sold. I'm going to take those that money, and I'm going to start a business. Wati le man lengi toli lengi otata yonangyo kali business. And Whilst he was in heartbreak, not wanting to be in any relationship, he focused on his business. And he changed from an employee to a multi-millionaire like that. Because of a heartbreak. Because of a divorce. Now, let's think about you. Let's put you in this story. You might have been admitted for depression. You might have killed her. And he was telling me this. He was saying that I thank her for cheating. <laughs> Because I would, I, would I would not be rich. I didn't know that I was this strong until she cheated on me. I was always afraid to start a business. I was always afraid to take risks. But my heartbreak taught me that We are always at risk in any case. Today, I'm a millionaire. Because of a wife who cheated on me. My question is to you. Is that when life treats you unfairly? Do you sit down and allow it to abuse you even further? Because this guy didn't do anything wrong to this woman. But still, a messenger of Satan in the form of a taxi bus was sent. To come and buffet him. What am I saying to you? Don't mind the cheating. If you have cheated, don't worry. <laughs> Come alive. Come alive. Right now we are thinking about your own issues. <laughs> What am I saying to you? There shouldn't be any situation that you face that keeps you down. In every bad situation, There is a blessing. At Fen when Jesus died, there was a blessing. You would think that death can then nothing good can come out of death. But there was a blessing. In your retrenchment, there might be a blessing. In your heartbreak, there might be a blessing. In the previous, you know, I remember. You know, ever since I started working, each mine I would go to, I would be told that this place is about to close. Except the first one. I started work in Lipalal. But because my wife was in Pretoria, I left Krutekalak, I went to research and development in Pretoria. While I was there entrenching myself in research and development, after buying a house, staying nicely there, 
Recession development, they will retrench. They are closing down the whole department. Hey! I ran away from retrenchment. Came to Whitbank. Worked at a mine called Inyand. They told me that, that in a year's time we are closing again. Like, I say, why is this demon following me? I went to Belfast. When I got there, they say NBC is closing. Some of them, they told me that, you see, the fact that the mind people said, the fact that you people are here, which means we are closing down indeed. Because we heard wherever you guys are, we shut down. It was a problem. I couldn't buy a house. We had sold our house in Pretoria. I couldn't do anything. But you see, God was using that to teach me that debt is not a good thing. Because of this instability. Other than the fact that I received preaching from Bishop not to owe. I was also forced not to owe. Because it was like, I don't know what is going to happen. So we fought to pay off everything. Everything. Whether when I look out, when I what, what. No fushini card, nothing. We paid. Ah! My wife knew Marabastat as a mall. There was a monotorium in the house. No new debt, no new anything. We are paying off because we don't know. The mines are closing. But in that period, I let an important skill. Financial control. <laughs> to have money in your account and not eat it. We had to fight to learn not to take things even when we wanted them. Now, obviously, later things became very nice. But can you imagine, by the time that things became well, you don't owe anything. You don't even own zero, zero. You don't owe no one. Month end, when the salary comes, it says it just, go, it just waits for you to spend it in any direction that you want. That's how we became rich. <laughs> But you see, there was a fight involved. A fight to kill dead under bad, bad, bad circumstances. You, you have accepted your dead. Sasaka diako, igmashonis. Eid yako, igmashonis. Ban batfuna left, right, and center. You are wanted you are here in church you just want a prayer you see it is a fight you must fight to learn how to control money do not allow money to tell you where to go 
Money has told you, you can't go to church on month end, please. I need you to go somewhere. It sends, you don't send the money. The money starts sending you around. Fight to control money. You cannot pray about these things. You see, how God blesses you financially. One of the ways is to give you financial discipline. You are praying for a promotion. promotion. God is saying that, but you are poor because once money touches your hand, it must leave your hand immediately. It does not matter whether you get 10,000, 50,000, 100,000. You are going to finish it as quick as it comes. Do you remember when you've got your first job? And you, the money seems to seem to be a lot. I remember. We're in Lipalale. We're at work. And we just got killing. I remember very well. And in Exaro, if, if, if when you start working, they give you something called a relocation allowance, which is like, so the first month of your pay, it's like you get double your salary, like a 13 check. The other one is for relocating. May you work for such a company. You find that people were forcing themselves to relocate just to get the money. <laughs> so the money when it came to students, I think they paid us. They paid us because we're engineers in training. They paid us close to 60,000. Well, our 60, salary was 000. around 30. When you're an engineer in training, our salaries were around 30,000. That was like 20, what, 2010. So they, they, they paid us close to 60,000. And have you seen 60,000 before in your life? Never. Do you know? My clock again. I clock to my colleague and another one, another one. Song is your We started calling it. Did you money? money? Do you know we ran away from work? We, we, we ran away from work. Because any parallel by then, even the mall was not there. We drove best hambabo 180. My boy is me, that's ticket. Me, 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 best hambabo 180 is overtaken. Anyone. Stagger main lane. We're rushing to main lane. That weekend, boxer, about 15,000. That weekend, I ate about 15,000. No financial discipline. Nothing. You see, God cannot bless me in this state. Because it doesn't matter, no matter how much money I get, it will get finished. So for God to bless me, first he had to teach me what? Financial discipline. So that when big money starts coming in, I know how to spend it. Because it is very painful for you. Let's say, how much money do you want? How much money do you want? Ask your neighbor, how much money do you want? You see, you don't even have a number in your head. How much money do you want? Let's say you want 100,000 or 200 or 300 to come into account every month. If you are abusing 10,000, you see the 10,000 even feels pain. Just 10,000. 
Why should God give you 300,000 when you, you are abusing 10,000? You see, no matter how much you pray, God can never, not answer that prayer. Because he knows that it is very useless. In fact, this money will make you to backstab. So you must fight to learn financial what? discipline. Find how to control money and control. Clap your hands for Jesus. And I'm going to stick to this area for some time. This thing of you that when money comes, then you are fighting to finish it. Have you noticed that once we are at my clock, you want to knock off. You it's can't like even work. You'll be asking yourself, no. what do we want here at work? After that, you run. A week later, you are broke. Hello? 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 Am I talking to someone here? It cannot happen that Two days later, just one weekend, five thousand or ten thousand. One weekend, one weekend, the money is finished. You bought beers. You bought and you finished all the money. You must learn to be disciplined. And to be disciplined is a fight. One of the, 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 the disadvantages of being an adult is this. When you are young, you are looking forward. You are always looking forward to the day that no one can tell you anything about your money. Isn't it? Like, that's why we want to work. When you are young, you are like, yeah, let me tell you. One day, one day I will work. And when I work, no one will tell me what I will do. That mindset is what is making us to be broke. Because even now as I'm preaching, they're like, money almost. You're like, it's my money most. <laughs> like one time, I think in 2011, you know, this mining company is had shares. Kumba, Exaro, Glencoe had shares because the economy was up. I think uh, Kumba, people in Tabazim, the shares paid up like about 500,000. Just even if you are a cleaner, you are an operator. You got 500,000. Exactly, we got 300. Minimum. If you are the higher, you go, they got more money. So they called us in for canceling before paying it out. But this woman advised us before she left, someone stood up. What? Sorry, ma'am. You can like boot. Can I please ask? And the woman was glad. Who ask questions? What? 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 Were you there when the white people insulted me? Why now when I've got money, you want to tell me how to spend it? The workers stand up and said, yeah, and left. Hey! 
This man didn't want to face the truth that he cannot control his money. Then for saleving up for the one and the other, goodly maligas. But we must accept sometimes that you do not know how to eat money. You, you ask, no one taught us how to eat money. We are told that you must work hard so that you get it. But when it comes, how to eat it, no one knows. Have you done a course how to eat money 101 in first semester? Have you done such a course? Or is it in UNISA? But you see, also to control money is a fight. It's a fight. One, money has is very strong. It is stronger than a boy proposing to you. Money! Yeah! If now they would deposit 100,000 in your account, you will see that you think the service is very long all of a sudden. It's a fight. Clap your hands for Jesus. Fight to what? Control money. Mm? That's the first one, the first fight that I'm talking about today. Fight. It's a Goliath. The fight to what? Control money. Will money control you? Will money control you? Will it control you? Never again. And once you start controlling it, you will win. The second fight of faith is you must fight to control your emotions. Hey! Galatians chapter 6. Oh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. Are people in church or they have gone home? We are here. These are giants. Money is a giant. It tells you sit down, relocate, come to church, go with this person, sit here, go with, hey! Is this Galatians? Am I saying the right one? Let me see. Galatians chapter, yeah, I think it's chapter 5 verse 6. Galatians, Galatians, Galatians. Or is it 6? Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, verse 22, hey, verse 19, verse 19, go to verse 19, chapter 5, verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are adultery, fornication, and cleanliness, and lasciviousness. Then I made an example with the first story, you remember? how the woman lost everything because she couldn't fight this section. Do you remember? The next one is idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, and seditions. You see, these things have to do with your emotions. Wrath, strife, envy, Murder, drunkenness, revealings, and such like, of which I tell you before, and I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Continue. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Continue. 
meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Now, what we call the fruits of the Spirit, most of them have to do with your soul. How you control your emotions and your feelings. You see, the greatest fight that we, you face, you will face after becoming a Christian is how you control your emotions. How you control your emotions. Most of the time, Listening. Satan knows which button to press in us to lead us astray. Satan we had go to press a little button, go to see as he keep in the legal. He knows that if this guy says he has stopped drinking, if I put too much pressure and problems on him, it's a matter of time. He will drink again. When he has stress. So, Satan creates an environment to manipulate your emotions. For you to take certain decisions. Hey! Pastor, what are you talking about? Do you know that God doesn't forgive you if you don't forgive people? Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. The extent to which God forgives you is the extent to which you forgive your brother. What does the devil do? Number one, the first thing is that he makes you to sin. After that, he brings somebody just to offend you. So that God cannot forgive you. And you also are offended. And say, I will never forgive this one. He will walk all over me if I forgive him. It's a trick. Learn to control your emotions. The church is quiet. Satan knows this. The Bible says, God will show mercy to whom who shows mercy. Mercy doesn't just come. You will receive mercy based on how much you show mercy to others. They say the devil brings you another small devil. Jesus said one of you is a devil. He was talking with so his disciples. Can even be like the devil. The devil can send them just to torment you specifically and speak ill of you and, and tell people lies about you. When there are opportunities at work, he'll close them for you. Such a person, will you forgive? When you see the person, what will be going inside of you? Do you remember Lion Fermak? These things sometimes happen at work. 
Sometimes they happen in the family. Between neighbors. You must fight that even though went in for You must fight that even though the person offended me. And he makes me sick. You wish something bad would happen to the person. Fight to forgive. Fight to be merciful. Fight to overlook certain mistakes. Fight not to focus on the mistakes the person has. Some of you, you must fight to forget the event. Fight. It has been 10 years. You remember every detail. When you hear a similar word, let's say Lomundung non dumis, non dumis. When you hear the name non dumis, your blood pressure goes up. You start remembering in anger. Fight to forgive. Why am I putting the word fight? Who said it's going to be easy? I'm not preaching here because I'm, I'm saying it's easy. It's going to be a fight. Today you'll think you're forgiven the person. Tomorrow you'll see them again and get angry again. Round one has, has passed. Go to round two. Say, I've forgiven you. You start again and be angry again. It is a fight. It is not good for a Christian to wish evil on another person. You will not receive mercy from God. Because God will look at your score and say, when score sako 55, lo nuna 2, maralo 2 aufunwe. So fight to forgive. Fight to overlook. Fight to forget. That is the good fight of what? Of faith. Ladies! Do you know that some of you are spoiling the current relationship because of the past relationship? The guy you were with at the beginning did so many wrong things. Now everyone is a suspect. Everyone is a suspect. Where were you? Where you at church? As past. Let's call pastor. And pastor receives a call at night. Pastor, pastor, I just want to know. Was Harold there? What time did the prayer end? At ten. At ten. Okay. Okay. Harold, Harold when I drive minutes. from church two to minutes, home, I take seven minutes. Where were you for the two minutes? Because I'm a woman and I take five minutes. Why would you take seven? Harold, explain to me. Two minutes, Bogu. Harold, explain to me what's about go for the two minutes. He must explain his two minutes. Now Harold must lie. Say, 
That when I got by the robots, I found a big accident. One snake was out one. <laughs> for one minute. I, I went one to the picture. I realized my time is gone. I just left them bleeding there, my love. I even forgot to call the ambulance because I was focused on you. The past relationships are robbing you. But now, your unforgiveness and bitterness has entered into new things. Forgive. I know I'm preaching something that is difficult. But we need to fight to forgive. We need to fight to be good to some people who are bad to us. Like someone here, your siblings have not treated you well. But forgive them. Show them mercy. You are not prospering right now because of the grudge you are holding. Leave the people. Continue with your life. Rise to your feet. Clap your hands. Your hands. I want us to pray. We are fighting to control our emotions. And we are fighting to control money. Will money control you? Will money control you? At all. The Bible says that you are a lender and not a borrower. May you live here with the blessing of a lender. May they look for you. May people know you as song. Even if we are all broke, so may that be your story. Your borrowing days have ended in Jesus' name. I see money locating you. Amen. You will control money in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. This thing of you being control of money ends today. And we are praying the second one that God give me grace to control my emotions. May the fruits of the spirit be developed in me. Amen. Mm. Can you be happy when there's nothing to be happy about? Can you smile when there's nothing to smile about? It's a fight. Don't say, Pastor, I'm going to tell you. When you say, Pastor, when I'm angry, I'm angry. I'm angry. Don't pretend the I can't pretend now. At one time, I was angry, and someone said, Once you squeeze your face, after this, the thing will change. The way you have squeezed your face is as if. The more you squeeze it, the more the thing will, will change. It has happened. <laughs> hey! Some of us are very angry. You are angry with yourself. You are angry with people. You are angry with the world. Angry with God. There is someone here. Your mother passed away. 
You took him here to pastors and everywhere. But she still died. And you are angry at God. Because why didn't God save her? If you are powerful God, why didn't you do it? Some of you, you need to forget, forgive God. Forgive God. Let's pray. Pray, pray. If you are among us, you don't know Christ Jesus as your Lord. 
You are saying, Pastor, please pray with me this morning. I want to accept Jesus Christ in my life. I want to fight the fight of sin. I want to fight this fight that takes me away from God. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to work for the devil. I want to work for Jesus. Pastor, please pray with me. If you are that person, please just lift your hand up. Lift your hand up. Lift your hand up. You want to start your relationship with God. You want your sins to be forgiven. Raise your hand. Now, if you are also in this group, you are struggling to forgive someone. You are struggling to forgive someone. You are not showing mercies to some people because they were evil towards you. I want to pray with you also. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Wherever you are. I want us all to pray this prayer. Jesus. 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 Thank you. Thank you. For dying for my sins. For dying for my sins. You took my place. You took my place. As a sinner. As a sinner. So that I could become. So that I could become. A child of God. A child of God. I am not a child of God. I am not a child of God. Because of my perfections. Because of my perfections. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Because you took on imperfection. Because you took on imperfection. So that I could become perfect. So that I could become perfect. You took my place as a sinner. You took my place as a sinner. So that I could take your place as a righteous child so of God. That, so that I could take, take your, your place, place as a righteous, as a righteous child, child of God. God. Today, today, I am happy. I am happy that my sins are washed away. That, that my sins are washed away. My sins are forgiven. My sins are forgiven. All I ask, all I ask, is for you. It's for you to give me the grace to give, give me, the, me grace. the grace to return the favor to return, return the, favor. the favor to show mercy to show mercy to those that have wronged me to those that, that have wronged me. me to forgive to forgive those who have hurt me those who have hurt me father father you say your grace you said your, your grace is sufficient for me it's sufficient for me make that grace available make that grace available I pray for grace. I pray, I pray for, grace. for grace to control money. To, to control, control money. To control your blessing. To control your blessing. So that you could bless me more. So, so that, that you could bless me more. Give me the ability. Give me the ability. The skill. The skill. To control. To control money. To control money. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. I forgive all those. I forgive all those who have wronged me. Who have wronged me. I overlook all their mistakes. I overlook all their mistakes. Because you have done it for me. Because you have done it for me. Amen. Amen.